Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avasca Scales, at your disposal. back, ladies and gentlemen. The ether of love is still amongst us this season. Hence, let's continue our joint expedition on the topic of long-distance romantic relationships. Veteran homeschool educators Lou and Tiffany Williams join us this episode to divulge in their personal perspectives and stories on the topic at hand, nevertheless. Given that I've previously rendered my innermost thoughts and personal experiences aligned with the topic, I'll forego inundating you all with the redundancy in that regard. On the contrary, I would like to reiterate an encore rendition of my original literary work synchronized with its subject again titled Atraversiamo. Translation, Let's Cross Over. Telephonic serenades amid moon-drenched nights, woven, sewn, embedded by the medicinal clamor of boisterous laughter evoking the bird song of love coupled with flirtatious, gleeful, textual exchanges, multisyllabic verbal intercambios congruent to intimate physical touch, collectively, meticulously constructing bridges betwixt and between the concrete rainforest and paradisal clutches of the southern estate, affording incessant voyages spawned by Father Time and Mother Earth, dual destinations inducing welcome retreats via the pearls of the bustling metropolitan domain and the subdued, slackened pace germinating in the hospitable plantation comprised of rolling hills and earthy meadows, whimsically seducing the rouge clay. Apprehensions dissipate, shattering barricades as uncertainty dissolves and polar abodes persevere, enabling the fruits of both worlds, authorizing the graceful cross-current of two kindred souls. Now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Lou and Tiffany Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Recalibrating the Scales radio show. Lou and Tiffany, how are you this evening? Hey, thanks for having us, Mia. Yeah, we're doing fine. Thank you. We uh, just look for this opportunity to actually give some people some insight to uh, our relationship that did start off in a long-distance manner. Okay. And I gravely, gravely, genuinely, genuinely, genuinely appreciate you chiming in as I reiterated offline. If um, both of you, if you can enlighten our listeners in no particular order about you and or your craft, anything at all, 
Okay, well, my name is Lou Williams, and I'm the proud uh, husband of Tiffany Williams. And we have uh, five beautiful children and one on the way. And uh, uh, right now I'm working at a hospital uh, in the nutrition industry, but my aspirations are to actually uh, help people develop their skills and abilities. So I'm uh, definitely working towards that on a daily basis. Okay. And then how about you, Tiffany? If you can grace our listeners with, with a bit about yourself. Okay. As my husband said, uh, and like me, and they don't really get into a lot of detail. So we have five children, um, Emmanuel, who's 11, Irie, 9, Isaiah, 6, and Ayana, 4, and Amira, 2, and my due date is the 22nd of June. And um, Lou is not at the hospital. He is home. He's teaching as well, and he's teaching math. So he's uh, a collective that we do together, and we enjoy every moment of it. Yeah, we actually have you two all. groups that my wife divided them into. One group is group A and the other group is group B, but I just call them exemptions. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you all have definitely inspired me to embark upon that homeschooling journey, and I'm hoping, I'm sure, that you'll uh-huh. plant that seed with a multitude of other listeners tuning in right about now. Great. So getting into a part of me, go ahead. I just said so, so, one. I'm sorry, once again? I was just saying, uh, just chiming in of what you were talking about, about the homeschool. Okay. Uh, inspiring okay. other people, which is our pleasure. I love talking about homeschool. But anyway, we can go ahead and, and talk about the distant romance. All right. Okay. So diving in to the nucleus of this episode, I'd like to ask you all, does absence spur the heart to grow fonder? And if you could expound upon this. Again, in no particular order. Okay. I would just say absolutely. Um, you're always, uh, there's always a desire to be with the person and and your heart is always yearning. Um and anticipating the next meetup. Well, I, I think of course, I think of course, absence does make the heart grow fonder. I uh, remember when I first met Tiffany. Uh, for some reason, after the day I met her, it seemed as though she was avoiding me for like the next two weeks because it was hard for me to actually catch up with her. And uh, <laughs> doing that particular time I was I was just wondering, you know, what's what's actually going on. Does she does she have a is she interested in me or not? But just that distance and that time that, that went by, it just seemed to grow more and more my fondness for her because I hadn't had uh the opportunity to really speak with her and kinda of get uh how she felt about me. So I would say you know, uh just being apart from each other would would actually make you um, grow fonder. I mean, it, it has a certain, it has a certain, uh, I guess, uh, effect that just makes you makes you desire more to actually be with someone when you don't have them right there. Hmm. Okay. I was, it was 
a reason behind that, uh, Mia, and that was explained to him before that I had already been in a relationship that I said I would never embark on the long-distance relationship. Um, Actually, she was out partying most of those days, but I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, detail, detail. (laughs) I had already traveled down the journey, and it just kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. So I just said, I'll take your business card, and, uh, yeah, I'll let you wait two weeks. Oh, really? Okay. Well, do you all think do you think it's possible to construct a bridge between two worlds? Or should or should a solitary destination be mandated for couples? And if you could expound upon that as well. Well, I've never been in solitary confinement. I mean, just cuz I spent some time <laughs> in Chicago don't mean that I've been there. So, the solitary mm-hmm. I'm not sure of, but however, uh, I think I think relationships can flourish in in any situation. It's just uh, what are you willing to do to actually uh, develop that relationship? Uh, it could be where where you two are together uh, in one place. However, if you're in different cities, uh, which was in our case, I think you can you can develop those relationships if you're actually willing to develop those relationships. And you have to be willing, really, to go the extra mile because if you're just going to sit back and wait for her to do her part and then you think you should do your part, then it just it, it won't flourish. You, it, It's just a desire to, to do and be willing to actually make it work regardless of the situation. And that's, that's true within your marriage also. I mean, once you're married, uh, it doesn't stop. It's not... 50-50, you have to be willing to actually cross the 50% line and do 80-20 or whatever you want to, whatever you, however you want to frame it. It's just that if you care about somebody, you love them, and you, and you want to spend the rest of your life with them, you just have to be, you have to have that willingness there. So whether you're in the same city, different cities, or even different countries, um, it's, it's, it's that willingness to actually go the extra mile. And I would say um, it has to be established at the beginning. Um, are you two ready to put in the the effort and the work that it's going to take to maintain a healthy um, relationship and being um, flexible, that you have mm-hmm. to be willing to make sacrifices and, um, and be flexible, definitely. And, you know, I appreciate hearing that. I mean, that's very confirming because, as you all well know, there, and I'm pretty sure you all have been bombarded uh, with just a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of pushback, a lot of negativity uh, pertaining to long-distance relationships. There's always this fallacy that, oh, questioning what one or the other is doing or not doing. And as I alluded to in the previous episode, I said it really doesn't matter. Um, it's all a game of chance. And, and as, as you, what I'm hearing from you all is, what resonates with, with me as well. It's effort. It requires solid, staunch communication through and through. Complacency definitely has no formula in that, in that um, dynamic or any relationship dynamic for that matter. Um, if you have those attributes and, of course, you have the integrity that goes along with that, 
if you have the makings of a solid relationship. Um, I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to a prior, a prior episode where I hosted Ms. Fashion Life. And um, basically what I conveyed on the airwaves was on the subject, you know, infidelity is something that comes up. That's a sore, sore subject. Once again, doesn't matter. I live in a very small one-horse town, not a primitive town by any, by any stretch of the imagination, but with small towns, there's 0. 0.6 degrees versus 6 degrees of separation where everyone literally knows everybody because they've all, at least for the natives of this town, who've been reared in this township or in this, well, soon-to-be city, <laughs> and they're on their way. But everybody knows everybody. But even with that, you have people that gamble. They take, you know, unhealthy risks. You know, they uh, push the limits. They, uh, with, you know, in regards to doing everything that they shouldn't be doing. Okay, so if someone has the audacity to engage in wrongdoings, infidelity, whatever what you want to call it, in a one-horse, in a, in a small-town setting, then what difference does it make, you know? And in regards to, there's another, um, there is another, uh, the other question that, that arises or concern that arises is, oh, the frequency in which you you physically are in the same space or share the same space. And I say, well, once again, you got people that live in the same town, same states, same countries, what have you, um, depending on what your circumstances are, depending on what your schedule is, you may or may not see that person every single day, every single week or weekend. So everything is variable. Once again, that's that box of chocolates as alluded to in that film that we know, uh, Forrest Gump. So I'm going to turn it back over to you guys because I know I stepped on my soapbox (laughs) for a moment. We know you have a lot of these areas as well. (laughs) Well, there has to be that that element of trust, even early in a in a relationship, especially a long distance relationship. You do have to actually have that element of trust, and it's not necessarily uh, uh, the fact that that person has to have integrity. I mean, because you may not know that early on in the relationship, but you have to be mm-hmm. able to develop that that trust in the person, and that same trust and the same integrity that that person has actually carries out through the relationship as long as you are uh, with that person. And if you if, if you have it in your heart to actually uh, be uh, uh, the type of person that actually allows, allows that trust to be violated, then whether it be a small town or a large town, there's really nothing you can do about it. You really have to have that, that commitment to that person in order to... Um, in order to carry on that relationship. And it even has to be a higher commitment. I'm not going to uh, belabor this point, but my, my, my hope is in, is in Jesus Christ, and with that uh, comes the, the strength and the commitment that I will not violate his laws, and therefore I can't violate the laws of my marriage. Okay. So, and well, you've already answered this, but if, if there's anything that you wanted to drive home, uh, the other question that I was going to pose was, how can a healthy equilibrium, since, you know, this show is recalibrating the scales, which is synonymous with all things balance, helping people to focus, acquire and focus GPS track, acquire and focus 
balance and sustain it. So how can a healthy equilibrium be attained to afford that balance in long-distance relationships? In a nutshell, you've already spelled, spelled these things out, but if you could either revisit them or, or uh, expound a little further. And what advice can you render? What additional advice in addition to what you've already already lended us? Well, like we said, and we just um, were talking about the communication. I mean, it's definitely key. Um, Mm -hmm. Always know um, where the person is, their their state of mind, and just um, putting that effort. And once the that you see that there's something that's different with the communication, um, then those are definitely the the telltale signs that that we need to work on something or revisit. But just always knowing the um, the state of mind with that person, mm-hmm. but it's definitely possible to have a, a healthy relationship long distance and like. Well, I'm gonna go back a little bit because I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure where your listeners are as far as like how our relationship started. Um, my wife actually living in St. Louis at the time, and my wife actually came down there for a a uh, wedding, uh, my brother's wedding. She was a friend of my uh, now sister-in-law, and I didn't I didn't see her the first day, but on the wedding day, I actually saw her at the uh, reception, and it was just. Uh, I remember just uh, being infatuated, so I can't say it was love. It was infatuation about her and this one particular dress that she actually had on. And that same infatuation still resonates within within me today. She doesn't. She can't fit that dress anymore. I don't think I have that dress anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same way that I actually still see her. And because right. that's that was that was my dream, and to this day, I mean, she's just she's still my dream, and we uh, we experience we experience our up and downs, and we did uh, when we first started our relationship. Again, our relationship. Again, I was living in St. Louis, and she was in Chicago, but I was willing to actually give up everything I had in in St. Louis to leave it and go to Chicago. So you really have to be willing to take a risk with those sort of things. And, I mean, everything is not going to be laid out. The eight ball is not going to always be sitting right there in the corner pocket. You just have to be willing to to take some chances and just know that your future or that person is, is going to be a part of your future. And uh, you you go with that and you just trust. I mean, again, with me, I, I trust it. And God, that this is the way that that I should go, and I left my family, friends, and everything I had known in in the St. Louis area because my my desire to actually uh, be with her was was stronger than my desire to actually stay, and it has paid off big time. Again, we have five beautiful children and one on the way. My wife is beautiful. Uh, the, we live in a, a beautiful town that's conducive to raising family. And so it, it was all worth just that one little risk just to say, I'll do it, and I'll, I'll go the extra mile to, to, to see that this actually comes to pass. Oh, wow. That's, you know, I, that just gave me warm fuzzies 
That was so what I was looking for looking forward to hearing, you know, that anecdote, that story. And um Tiffany, did you wanna lend anything to that yeah, thought? Hey, um, right, like we were saying previously, just establishing those goals and making sure that you all are on the same page and and just going beyond the call of duty. And I just remember Lou uh you know, showing up at my job surprising me. So really showing me that he really this is he's all in, you know, and okay. that he's willing to make those sacrifices and risks to, you know, have a healthy, uh, the longevity of a relationship. And here we are, twelve and, years later. And when she says showing up at her job, she don't mean her job was right down the street. Oh, I had to right, drive five right. hours just to get to <laughs> Chicago. Another two hours to get to some place that I didn't even know existed, had no address, just had an idea of where it was, and then hoping that she would actually still be there when I got there. Yeah. Wow. The details, Lou, <laughs> right, that you don't get from the guys. Right. And no GPS system. I mean, no GPS at the time. This is old school, you know, MapQuest. Print out your uh-huh. uh, directions before you leave home. In a town that I had had been to maybe three or four times. Mm -hmm. I was working in Skokie, Skokie, Illinois. Hmm. Okay. I remember that. Wow. How far back back does this uh, date for you all? You all have been going long and strong for how many years now? Well, it is... Twelve years we've actually been married, but we met each other in 1991, so that's 17 years. 17 years. You. 2001. 2001. I'm like, wait a minute, 19? No, 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 no. Right. 2001. I was only five years old in 1991. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. And by the way, just as an aside, not to get off topic or stray off topic, but Lou, you missed your calling humor. So, but there's, but there's still. appreciate this platform. Are there any questions you all have? Oh, no, thank you. Thank you all in exchange. Did you all have any questions for me? We still have some time yet on the clock. Yes. Or if there's any questions you to ask. How would you like to inspire your audiences with these uh, the the stories that that you bring to their attention, such as the long-distance relationship? Do you have, like, people that that call in and ask for these sort of uh, uh, present uh, presentations, or you just kind of kind of get a feel for what you want to present. Customarily, because this is a, a guest center platform, I normally right. leave that leave that at the disposal of the featured guests. But in this particular can, um, instance, it was something that was just uh, resonating with me at the time. Um, because it's very relevant to me at present um, with a long-distance romance, per se. And um, I've been inspired to speak about it, having conversations with that particular individual and with my siblings and certain family members, which have 
raise the questions, those burning questions, those controversial. It's, it's controversial to, to a degree. And I don't mind embarking upon a little controversy, you know, for lack of a better word. Um, and just basically define the naysayer. I'm an optimist with, with realism intertwined. That's, that's how I deem myself to be. So, yes, I am idealistic, probably more so than anything. And I just am one more to, uh, to inspire hope and optimism. Just to convey well, to people that there's more power. I would definitely like to encourage you guys and people out there that are, are listening to this that uh, there is there is opportunity to, to make uh, long-distance relationships work. And I just want to say that I would never want to go back and actually change anything about how our relationship is developed. I mean, we did have some challenges and things like that, and there were some people uh, that were on the uh, negative bandwagon. But uh, through it all, uh, again, we've been together. We've been married uh, for 12 years now, and we look forward to, to many, many years more. And it's just been a it's been a beautiful it's just been a beautiful thing. And so, if it's something that if it's something or someone that that you desire to actually uh, be with and that relationship has to have a train or two in between it, it's still worth it if if you and that person are willing to just go that extra mile. It'll it'll definitely pay off at the end. Yeah. Regardless of the naysayers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all a healthy risk. You know, just having your being level headed, again, being authentic and transparent to say the least, but, you know, having all of those components. And Tiffany, it sounds like you were about to say something. No, I was just agreeing with you all that it it just has to be um, where you all are just connected and you're on the same page and willing to fight for your relationship with, I mean, just uh, if there's people that are, not for the relationship, but you know that this is a team effort and that this is something that you all want to do and work hard on to make it last. It's worth it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you all are my poster board couple for this episode. <laughs> I was so – my basically, my prophecy, the mission has been accomplished, and I'm very grateful for you all affording me that opportunity to hear for, oh. to, for you to share that story. Globally. <laughs> yeah, thank you for actually yeah. having us. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Next time, I yeah. uh, I do want the uh, TV rights, though. So when those oh, come yeah. along, oh. I, I get some hmm. royalties. From <laughs> let, let, let me marinate upon that, because that oh, has come good. up before. Now, before I close this out, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just said, and you encourage that sense of humor. His sense of humor you were encouraging earlier. <laughs> By all means, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Laughter makes the world go round. Um, is there, are there any uh, quick acknowledgments? Would you like? Is there anything that you would like to convey in terms of how listeners can contact you or follow you, if you wish? 
before I close this out? Oh, well, I taught computers for uh, like 15 years, so I don't bother with computers at all. (laughs) I am on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You are a writer. (laughs) No social media and all that for me. He leaves that up to me. No harm. So I do have a thing. Yeah, we don't. Don't mind uh, helping anyone who's inter- who's uh, going through something like this, and uh, just kind of giving our intake. We don't, I mean, our our our, our experience. We don't we don't mind giving uh, advice in that in that area, and, and just kind of helping them through because it's not just laughter that makes the world go round. The key to it is mm-hmm. love. And it's not just love for that person, but love for one another. And in that, we we're willing to to help people to to man to to make sure that love continues to go around. Okay, and thank you all. Thank you all both very kindly. One moment, please. I'd like to extend utmost gratitude to both of our featured guests, Lou and Tiffany Williams, for carving out the time, space, and energy to dialogue with us this evening. Moreover, I applaud my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, pardon me, for all of your collective efforts, alongside my unwavering and newfound listeners spanning and speckling the globe. The Recalibrating the Scales radio show and movement rests upon your broad shoulders as always. Therefore, I humbly implore your continued listenership. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales, signing off. (laughs) 